and uh, Nicole Sheeran joining us now. I mean, I thought Nicole might try to slip out to Cincinnati to Nippert Stadium. I mean, she loves a good road trip, but uh, perhaps the call of uh, Friday night football was simply too much. Uh, Nicole, welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. We're always uh, we're always pleased to have you on. What's up, Mosley? You know, I'm always excited for Fridays when they roll around. It's our tradition. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's become a very nice tradition. Uh, and I'm just kind of curious, uh, are you, we'll start with Baylor. Do you, do you sense that anything was fixed during this uh, time, uh, this bye week? And are you expecting a little different look at 11 a.m. tomorrow? Boy, this thing has snuck up on me, I think mainly because I'm into the Rangers, been watching this trial uh, down the road, um, obviously, and there's just other Cowboys stuff going on, NFL, but Bears are back, and man, they, they have uh, been called upon to, you know, to look different, especially it seems like on offense. What are you, yes. what are you expecting? What are you expecting as these Bearcats, and of course they're desperate for a win too. It's not like they're riding high. They're going to they're gonna face some angry people there in the land of Cincy. Um, what, are you, what are your expectations as the Bears come off the bye? You know, Mosley, the Bears are back, and I just – I really hope they can pull out this win. We saw – you know, maybe this Baylor team, they're the road Bears this year. We saw that game against UCS, largest comeback in school history. I'm hoping that the Baylor team we see out there tomorrow – the offense has made the adjustments that Aranda honed in on Monday specifically. You know, he said to open up the run game, we got to open up the passing game. But if you look at the numbers specifically, I mean, Blake Shapin has thrown for over 600 yards in just the two games back that he's played since his injury. So offensively, things have a chance to look up. It's just about opening up that passing game, opening up that run game to really have all the wheels turning at the right time. But, you know, I think an issue that, I don't know how much adjustment we're going to see. I can sit here and hope we're going to see a big adjustment, but it's the O-line. We need to see that adjustment from the O-line for Baylor. Shapin needs to be protected to give him that time to open up that passing game and to give him time to get those looks downfield. So I can sit here and hope that, yeah, they'll pull out the win. I will say if there's a team they're going to do it against this weekend, it's Cincinnati because, like you said, the Bearcats are looking for their first conference win of the season. Both teams are 2-4 and four overall. So if now's the chance for Baylor to hop on the win train, I think Saturday is the time to do it. All right. And they got a quarterback that can move around a little bit. He missed some throws against Iowa State. I loved how he stepped up after the game. He was downtrodden, but he's a good leader. Emory Jones, I believe, is his name. Uh, yep. I like the I like the quarterback, I like his attitude, and we'll see what Coach Satterfield and his gang uh, can do. Now, boy, China Spring has already played this evening. In fact, I saw Drake and Cam. Uh, they I saw some last night. They had some really nice China Spring. I wish I could get some of that gear. It's like fishing shirt type, that Columbia type gear, <laughs> and it's that Columbia blue. And Cam and Drake, uh, really, that thing was a, kind of draping over Drake. I, mean, I think he had it, you know, he's, he just, it was really a big shirt. But those are, uh, are nice-looking shirts. But 31 
21, and I, boy, you and your staff had a close look at this game. Oh. I mean, I, I, that's up. Stephenville now six and two, two and zero oh in district. We're just not used to seeing China Spring lose a uh, a district game. In fact, it's been since I think you had to go back to like 2020 to find something yep, like you're that. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. They have not lost a district game since 2020. And I was actually uh, on the sideline last night talking to my buddy Chad from Channel 10. And I looked at him and I said, you know that team that you just never picture them losing? That's China Spring for me. And last night, I mean, I'll give them credit, though. They battled until the final snap of that game. And they're going up against the Stephenville team who – they have Tristan Gentry. He's a Texas Tech commit, a receiver. Pair that with Micah Hudson from Lake Belton, and Texas Tech just got two absolute dogs in the receiver position. I mean, he was an animal on that field last night. They had, they had a team that they were playing against that was just everything was going right on all sides of the ball for them. And, you know, throughout the season, I've talked to Beatty about this, where with China Spring, their defense is really young this year. And Beatty will tell you that. That's an area that they've been really working on and – and out of all the games that I've watched China Spring play, their defense showed up last night. I think it was just – it was a shootout. And Stephenville had a little bit more juice at the end of the game than China Spring did. But, Mosley, I don't know if you saw the play. I tweeted it out. But that Cash McCollum, Kyle Barton, Cash McCollum scrambles in the slot, practically falls over, throws it downfield to Kyle Barton. He whips out the spin move. The wheels start rolling. Touchdown China Spring. I mean, that may have been the play of the year. On, you could roll the video right now. <laughs> well, we are on radio, so that would not help our audience. But I know you're used to rolling videos, uh, and you like to get in that studio. You also like to get out in the field. By the way, you had a Bucky story a few, a couple of, a few months ago, kind of a groundbreaking at Bucky's in uh, Hillsboro. Can you bring any updates uh, on that? Because I, uh, in addition to all our our high school football that we need to – I've been wanting that to open up because that's going to kind of – you know, I go up and down 35 quite a bit, and so that's going to be a big player for me. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a game changer right in Hillsboro. Think about it. It's right off yeah. the highway headed headed to Dallas. I don't have an exact date of when it's going to up open, but I will say when I was at that groundbreaking event last year, they told me that it would be a year from now. So I'm expecting it to open around February, March. I would say. So before we know it, I think that Bucky's is going to yeah. be open. I will say the last time I drove to Dallas, I looked over and I saw that it was, there was, I mean, a lot of changes happening. You could tell a Bucky's was going to be there. You saw the little circle symbol with the beaver up on the, you know, the, yeah. the infamous sign. So it's going to be here before we know it. So make sure to get your uh, beaver nuggets secured. Yeah. I, I feel like you're a beaver nuggets guy. Are you mostly? <laughs> I like that. I like some venison. I like some beef jerky. Okay. I like the bohemian garlic beef jerky, and I'll kind of gnaw on that a little bit, and then I'll get some of that sharp cheddar cheese that they have, and I'll kind of I'll get some of that. They used to kind of have it. Uh, it's, now it's got to kind of gnaw into it a little bit more than I like. They used to have little <laughs> pieces of it or strips of the cheese, and then it, it used to have kind of a venison stick. Love a good venison stick. Oh, and, and that's, I've never that's tried that. Really, oh, yeah, that's good driving right there. That's, that's for getting on down the road. When you get some of All that, right, well in noted. Your, yeah, in your uh, in your system here. Okay, Alvarado at La Vega. Man, I, I gotta say, I'm I'm kind of hoping 
we we're we're thinking about maybe um, picking up some La Vega game. There, that's a that's a team, and boy, they gave uh, they gave the Cougs a, a huge scare. But this Alvarado, and we know about Alvarado. They got off to a good start against uh, China Spring, as I recall, and in the second quarter, I think they gave up fifty-one points. I kind of yeah. like I kind of like La Vega here, although La Vega's been giving up <laughs> too many points. Especially for Don Hyde's, you know, he does not love some of these high-scoring type affairs. I think this is uh, th- this one has La Vega written all over it to me. I couldn't agree more. I would take La Vega on this one purely because, like you said, that game uh, against China Spring where they gave up what fifty-one points. I mean, it it shows that they don't have necessarily the defense to to shut out a team that has a powerful offense, and we saw it against. China Spring with La Vega. I mean, that was a shootout until literally the final seconds of play. So I take La Vega on this one, but I think we're going to have a ball game. Like, I don't think it's going to be an easy win for La Vega. I think we're going to have a shootout. And like you said, I mean, La Vega also let China Spring score a lot of points against them. So I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Um, but I'll, I'd take the Pirates in this one. Okay. And Maypearl at Whitney. I mean, this was kind of yeah. interesting in that Whitney, according to my sources, which may be the Waco Trib, uh, has won just two district championships uh, in football as the Wildcats shared a district crown in 2005 and then won it outright in 2019. These current seniors were eighth graders when that happened. Um, what do you expect in this one? And can you could we still have the – could uh, could Whitney continue to roll here? I I think it's going to be a dogfight. I really do. But I think Whitney takes this one against Maypearl, and I think the real dogfight happens on, I want to say, November 27th when they play Grandview. That's the real test of can Whitney do this because those are the two teams at the top of the district. Whitney's undefeated right now. Maypearl, I want to say, is, I think they're a two-loss team. They're five and two right now. So I see Whitney taking this one. It's a home game. That always helps. Um, but I think the true test, the true Super Bowl for the Whitney Wildcats is going to be against Grandview next Friday. That's going to be the true test for those guys. Okay. Uh, boy, I like it. Grandview Zebras. Isn't that right? The, the, uh, yes, the zebras that's right. Out I always there. thought that yeah. was the coolest mascot. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh huh. Nicole Sheeran joining the Matt Mosley Show, Channel Six. You'll watch their coverage tonight. She likes to. She she's in the studio a lot, but she also gets out in the field. And uh, now, what is the? Uh, are, are you? Which one are you zeroing in on tonight? By the way, y'all y'all generally have like a big game of the week type situation. Which, which what is it tonight? Yes. So I will be in studio tonight because our game of the week is Lorena Franklin. At okay. Franklin. So uh, our college station guy will be at that game. But that's our game of the week, a battle of the number ones. It's essentially for the district title. So that's our wow. game of the week. Um, and then I will personally be shooting Harker Heights Temple because, you know, it's right in our backyard at Temple High School. Um, so, I, But, yeah, I will be in studio tonight. But like you said, you can also find me on the sidelines. I love doing some of that, too. So it, it'll be a good one tonight. All right, Gates full, looking good for a playoff berth. Had that heartbreaker, obviously, against Conley. Uh, Gates full at Madisonville. Um, Grosbeck 
at Teague. You and I talked about Teague recently. Grosbeck three and zero in district, and then uh, yeah, well, I, I don't want. I got down here and looked at like a two and five. I don't really want a two and five. That don't, that doesn't right. do much for me. Oh, Mart number two, Mart. Now that's a team. We really, you know, ESPN Central Texas, we like all our local teams, but obviously the history and the tradition of Mart at Wortham, okay? Wortham 6-2, and 3-1 in district. Um, Mart down the Frost Polar Bears, 71 to zip. Wow, and that's another great name by the Frost. I mean, what a perfect name for Frost, right? The Frost right? Polar Bears. But if you're the Polar Bears you got to put up more of a fight than that. I mean, you know, maybe that's global warming that, that's impacting them, but you've got to you've got to kind of hang in there and do a little better than that. That's rough, okay? Well, right. Yeah. Well, mostly if you look at the game last year against Frost, I want to say it was also a shutout, if I'm not mistaken. I want to say it because I remember that game last year. Yeah. I mean, Mark, they do something special over there. Kevin Hoffman and company – they know how to shut out a football team. I want to say last year they had four or five shutouts on the season, maybe six. I mean, that doesn't happen all the time, especially not in high school football. So whatever they're feeding those guys over at Mart, I mean, they know how to do it over there. Um, really? and they, well, I'm looking at the schedule right now. They've got three shutouts in a row this season. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, they're, they're dogs over at Mart. I, uh, I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but I see them making a run in the playoffs again for sure. Mm-hmm. Give 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 those dogs a little bark real quick. <laughs> <laughs> That's Nicole's uh, Georgia ties. Uh, Georgia uh, graduate uh, coming out right there when she does her uh, her dogs cheer. The uh, uh, oh, University at Leander Rouse. I, I got to say that Leander Rouse kind of snuck up on me. I didn't know they were. I did not quite know they were that good. Uh, I do like one of our local. I like to look at who's picking in Conine. Well, Conine going with Rouse, Bryce Cherry going with Rouse. They take this thing very seriously. But our own DJ Ramirez taking University in this one. Do I mean? What do you think about university? Do they they have a shot in this one? I think that's tough. I mean, honestly, Mosley, I think they do. Because if you look at the schedule, Mm -hmm. I mean, Chaparral hung in there against Rouse. You look at, well, that's not a good comparison. But it was a close game with Belton. I would say if you look at Chaparral and Rouse, it was what, a 12, 13-point game. I think University has a shot in this game if they are playing their A game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout by any means. I kind of been with DJ on this one. I could see University taking this game, really. I like it. I like K-Ron, the whole gang over there. I like what they're doing. And what about Midway? I mean, that's interesting. We now know we've got a little bit of closure on that situation. The interim coach, that's going to be a coveted job. I mean, they're going to – if they throw that thing open, I mean, still, and I know they've struggled, but that's a place with unbelievable facilities. Who would not want to go try to coach at Midway? And they're out of that horrible district, the District of Absolutely. Doom. I mean, what, how do you think they'll handle that? And, and I guess this interim coach 
is kind of, you know, doing a little, I mean, it's just kind of a nice little moment for him to, to kind of show what he can do. Almost a little on-the-job tryout type situation. Absolutely. I will definitely say that after everything that's kind of gone over, gone, you know, gone on over there, Midway has, they've stayed focused. Their guys have stayed focused. They're on a two-game win streak right now. I imagine they're going to make it three tonight. Don't want to get ahead of myself, but if I were to take one in this one, I'd take Midway. I think they're they're on a roll right now, and it it's it's good to see. It's good to see that these guys are still focused and they still have the goal set for what they want to, you know, how they want to end their season and what they want to do with this season. So I think they're on the right track right now because they have been through, you know, they've been through a lot at the moment with just everything and the shakeups that have been going on. All right, Nicole, any leanings on this baseball, this huge game five today in the ALCS, Rangers and Astros, now that you've been among us for a few years, uh, any do um, you lean a, a certain direction in this matchup? I got to say, Mosley, okay, so all bias aside, I, I think the Rangers are going to take this one because they're due. They were on a roll, and then they lost the roll, but I think they're due to take game five. Okay. However, both teams are showing that they're not winning at home. It's almost like the opposite of what you would mm-hmm. think would happen. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of the Rangers' last shot at, you know, taking advantage of home field because then it's headed over to Houston to finish up the series. But uh, I will say I grew up as a Dodgers fan, and I don't want anybody to hate me for this, all you Astro fans out there. The Astros beat the Dodgers in 2017. So if I had to go with a team, I'd roll with the Rangers only because I'd like to see them get that shot. But, you know, I like seeing a tight series like this. That's why we love baseball. How can you not be romantic about baseball? This is what we Mm want to see. We want to see two teams fighting to get that spot in the World Series. We don't want to see a blowout of a series. That's not fun for anybody. Maybe it's fun for the fans of that team. But you know what I mean. We want to see a fight out there. So I think Rangers take this one. But who knows? I could be very much wrong because I at one point called Rangers in four, and I was totally wrong about that. So <laughs> You look good through those first two games, and then things have uh, um, kind of turned. Obviously, the worm has turned. All right, Nicole, hey, listen, have a great uh, evening. We'll be watching uh, tonight and uh, watching all your coverage, and, and I like that. Sometimes you got to put the people down in College Station or wherever they are, put them to work. Let them go cover something for you. Send them to Franklin if you have to. And uh, and that's good. And the Astros cheated to beat your Dodgers, so absolutely <laughs> you should be rooting against them. All right? Exactly. Seven, there you go. S- seven trips to the ALCS in a row for the Houston Astros. Crazy. So even even for a group of cheaters, that is pretty impressive. I mean, they're, they're kind is. of the uh, – It is. They're, they're kind of the patriots of uh, of Major League Baseball in a sense. Absolutely. You can't deny it. You can't deny it. I mean, it's pretty impressive. I'll give them that. All right. Well, who do the dogs have this weekend? Well, the dogs have a bye this weekend, and then they've okay. got the best rivalry, Georgia-Florida. Um, mm. But I'm not going to bring it up, but the loss of Brock Bowers terrifies me. Um, yeah. So we'll see what happens. I'm nervous, yeah. if you can't yeah, tell. You probably, <laughs> as we said the other day, you probably have like, three five-star tight ends now to have to turn to. So so you will not right. <laughs> not receive a lot of sympathy, but our thoughts are with the Bowers family. All right. I uh, hope he does uh, bounce back from that. Nicole, thank you. Great stuff as always, and uh, safe travels tonight, and uh, have a great show.
Thanks for having me, Mosley. See ya. You bet. There she goes. Nicole Sheeran joining the Matt Mosley Show.